Berman Golf Podcast, where we're helping golfers over the age of 60 increase distance off the tee so that they can hit shorter irons into the green. Yeah, baby. You can visit us at BermanGolf.com for more information and get ready. This is going to be a fun one. And we're rolling. <laughs> we are back with the Long Golf Balls podcast with Berman Golf. My name is Dr. Jake Berman here. I'm with my co-host. John Cermak. Did I, I did it right. Yeah, go ahead. Did I speak out or? No, you're doing good. <laughs> Sorry, we're having mic problems here. It's my first time using a microphone. so <laughs> We're not having mic problems. We're having mic learning curves. Learn Exactly. So um, this is our first podcast where we're actually recording. Together. Yes, in the same room. Live and like with in the same room, not over Zoom or Skype. So Jan is a full-time student getting his master's in business administration. So his MBA up at UNC. So it, we're in May now, and he is back in Naples for the summer doing an internship down the road at Arthrex, which is one of the most... What's it's, it's a huge pharmaceutical company specializing in orthopedics. Yeah, it's not really a pharmaceutical. Is it more yeah, pharmaceutical? It's, no, it's a, it's an orthopedic. Like it's yeah, joint do, replacements. Yeah, they do joint replacement yeah. a lot of stuff that yeah. you get your clients not to because you <laughs> you you help them avoid those type of surgeries. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we're live in person, so we're having another little learning curve here, learning how to use the microphone. So, hopefully, the acoustics sound better on today's podcast than it did on episode number one. And what are we doing here? We're focusing on how to help golfers over the age of 60 increase distance off the tee. Correct. That's the biggest thing, right? Yeah, maximizing their, their distance off the tee, meaning they can gain anywhere between 20, 30 yards and basically drastically change the way they approach the game of golf. Yeah. And it's the reason why we're focusing on this one aspect of the golf game is because after the age of 60 it's really the biggest hindrance to the game versus before the age of 60. Any part of your game could be bad on any given day, meaning that you could have a great tee shot and horrible fairways, great short game and great putting and have a crappy round. And then the very next day, you could have horrible tee shots and great fairways, great short game, sh great putting and still have a crappy round or a great round, right? I think that the main thing is that by increasing distance of the tee, we're fundamentally changing the way they do their approach shots to the green or the way they attack a par five, meaning that by, by gaining those extra 20, 30 yards, they're, they're clubbing down one or two clubs or they're choosing a different club in their approach shot to a par five, and it's simplifying their way they approach the game. It's simplifying the way they play, and it's also turning them from passive golfers to actually aggressive active golfers. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that a little bit more because that we're talking about mindset there. We know that the hardest six inches in golf is between the ears. Correct. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that today with the four pillars of golf and how the mental pillar is one of the major pillars. But before we get into that, being able to switch from playing defensively versus offensively that in itself has the ability to completely change your game because when you're playing defensively, you're tentative, you don't commit. And when you don't commit in the golf game, you essentially tense up or you don't finish a shot and you're going to hit it thick, chunk the crap out of it or even hit it thin, but mainly hit it thick, push it out to the right, slice it, whatever, right? 
It's when when you tense up, you're basically slowing down. And when you slow down, that's when you start introducing all these variables, which is you can chunk it, you can thin it, you can slice it, you can hook it. It's because you're not letting your body move freely through the ball and actually allow yourself to do what you have to do, which is a powerful fast swing. Right. So that's what happens when you're playing defensively versus offensively. Well, let's use an example for defensive. If my approach shot, I had I hit a horrible tee shot. I don't get anywhere off the tee. And we're on a par four. So for my second shot, instead of having a seven iron or eight iron or even nine iron in my hand, I've got a freaking wood in my hand. Yep. If I've got a wood in my hand and I'm trying to hit the green, what are the chances of me doing it? What are the chances of you doing it if you have a lot of wind <laughs> or if the conditions are not perfect or if the, the actual you're in the rough or you're in the in a kind of like a messed up patch of the fairway? Is if you have an iron instead of a, of a wood, you have much better expectations or a much higher probability of actually reaching the green or being around it, significantly lowering your scores. Remember that having a putter in the hand is better than having a chip, and having a chip in your hand or being able to t- hit a chip is better than hitting an actual approach shot. So the closer you are to the green, the, the better your chances are going to be of actually improving your scores. Right. So going from that mentality of having a – three wood in my hand trying to hit the green. I'm playing defensive versus if my approach shot is a nine iron in my hand, I'm attacking that pin. Like I, yeah. I'm i not even worried about hitting the green because I'm going to hit the green. I'm trying to attack the pin. And when you have that mental shift, that that just makes you or helps you commit to the shot and gives you a significantly higher chance for success. And also, one of the things that we're going to talk about when we're talking about the four pillars of golf is that there's this, there's also this notion of taking pressure away from your from your other shots. So, for example, one of the reasons why Jordan Spieth was so successful in the 2015-16 run is because he was able to putt like nobody. He could make putts from everywhere. So that took pressure away from his driver, from his iron. If, if he had to make an up and down, he probably was going to make it, and he felt confident because he was putting so so well. If you if you talk about our clients or the people we help by incrementing the distance of the T and help them hit their drivers longer. We're actually taking a lot of pressure away from their chipping, from their irons, from their approach shots and from their putting because they know they're going to be closer and they're going to have more chances to make parts. And that overall takes pressure away and, you know, increases that ability to be aggressive and to play freely. Nice. Okay. So we've talked about it a a couple of times so far. Let's go ahead and get into what are the four pillars of golf. And I guess I'll start with the background story where, again, just so everybody knows, I'm the biomechanics expert. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. So my expertise is biomechanics, pathophysiology. I'm a physical therapist by trade, or I guess, yeah, technically a physical therapist by trade. And Jan, on the other hand, he's a golf pro. He tried to make it on the tour. He went to the best academies in the country, trained under some of the best coaches in the world. So when we got together, Jan really helped me bring my 30,000-foot vision and make it a reality of how I, I knew I wanted to focus on golf performance specifically for my aging clientele because I specialized in um, helping normal people over the age of 50 with back pain because we're in Naples. So it's generally an aging population. So I just wanted to translate that into the golf game because I just knew there was something there. I just knew it. So 
Fast forward, Jan comes into the company and he see, hears my vision. And it's so funny. I don't know if we talked about this on the first podcast. I think we did a little bit about your interview. Yeah, where I talked for 40 <laughs> minutes straight without being able to, to stop and then choked. And then you were like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? And I was choking and I was trying to speak, but I couldn't. So you had to have me a glass of water. And I was like, thank you. And that was that. The rest is history. Yeah, so I've interviewed a lot of people since having my own business. And this was the one and only interview where I didn't say anything the whole time. <laughs> like I couldn't get a word in. Uh, but anyways, we move forward. And one of the ways Jan helped me translate my knowledge of biomechanics into the golf game was he said, you got to imagine the golf game as four pillars, meaning there's four pillars that contribute to a good round of golf. And if you think about those four pillars as tires on a race car, it makes it even more easy to think about the analogy. If you want to get optimal performance out of a race car, ideally, you want equal air pressure in all four tires. Now, granted, I know that there's some racing fans out there that will disagree with that. But in general, if you've got a, a nice sports car and you want to get optimal performance out of it, you want to have equal and optimal air pressure in all four tires. So think of those tires as the four pillars of golf. So pillar number one or tire number one is? Physical. Physical, right? So we're talk more about that here in a minute. You have technical? Hold on. Slow down there, killer. <laughs> pillar number two or tire number two is technical. Technical. Technical is? Basically your swing and everything that goes along with the technical aspect of golf. Yeah, so that's where you would go to your see a, pro. Yeah, see a, a coach, yeah. basically. Your pro, your coach, it's talking about your swing plane, your grip. Uh, what else? Like your stance, your setup, all yeah, of those your things. your posture, balance. You're talking about your alignment. Uh, the actual uh, important aspects of what makes a golf swing proficient. Yeah, so The technical Yeah, everything aspects. goes into a technical aspect. Yeah. And then... This is one of the hardest... Things to master. Master. It's one yeah. of the hardest tires to inflate. So if yeah. you imagine that tire being low on air pressure, this is one of the four tires that is the hardest to increase the air but pressure. But it, it's also the tire that people are more hyper aware of or more hyper fixated on. It's like everything's about the technique, the technique, the technique. And they disregard the other three tires that are very important, especially the one we focus on, which yep. is critical for the game. So okay. moving on, yep. tire number three. Yep. So tire or pillar number three is? That would be strategical or strategic. Strategic. Yeah. Strategic is the easiest tire out of all four to inflate and improve your golf game because it's as simple as saying, I'm on the tee box right now and I got my driver in my hand and I know my drives go 220 yards, right? But there's a sand trap up there at 220 yards, so I'm probably, I probably shouldn't use the driver. I'm going to set my ego aside. I'm going to put the driver away and go get an iron or wood or whatever. Just something that puts me around 200, 210 at the absolute most, just to make sure that we take the trouble out of the equation. That's just yeah. strategy. It's all it is. Yeah. It's a lot to do with course management, your capacity to play the course in an organized way. And also... Goes out into also your club setup, goes into all of the other areas of, of golf, you know, yeah. that 
have to do with the strategic part of it. Yeah. And then the last one. That would be the most difficult one, I guess. <laughs> at, at least for me, the mental side. Yes, the mental pillar. So, yeah. so the last tire, the last pillar out of the four mental. is the mental pillar. And that's the hardest toughest six inches in golf it's what happens between the ears it's the one where you make you can make this three foot putt a hundred out of a hundred times on the driving range but when you're playing against your buddy for five bucks you pull the freaking putt it's like what the heck just happened i mean what you see in most of the top 100 players in the world in the professional ranking they're all pretty much the same but what really makes like creates that gap between the top 10 top 20 from the rest is the mental ability is where you see people actually win multiple times a year or always place in the top five, top ten. It's because they have the mental capacity to thrive under pressure in a way. Right. Okay. So in summary, all four pillars are the physical, the technical, cool. the strategic, strategic and, and the mental. And the mental. Yeah. So out of those four tires, again, imagine a, a race car. Out of those four tires, the tire that has the lowest amount of air pressure for our amateur golfers, we're t- again, we're talking about 60-plus-year-old golfers, 60-plus-year-old am- amateur golfers, the tire that has the lowest air pressure generally is the physical one. Yep generally is the physical pillar the physical tire yet so few people focus on that tire because there's so much clout so much attention placed on the technical pillar the technical tire that all of the attention goes to that tire right yep it's as you as people grow old and we see our clientele base and see how you know they approach the game the mental side is not as important because people are playing more for fun, but they still want to engage in the game. So the, the second one that becomes the most important one is actually the physical one, which is they, they really don't focus on their physical attributes or abilities. They focus more on the core side, which is I want to improve my game. And they just see that the way to improve is through their swing. And at that age, the most critical component of their game is the physical side because it determines their physical ability to hit the ball and also their endurance during the round. And it's also a very important way to avoid injuries, which is something you specialize in. Right. So to put some real-life examples into play, the vast majority of the clients that I work with, when I question them on day one, what are you doing to improve your game? The most common answers that I hear is, uh, I get golf lessons, I go to YouTube, I watch the golf channel. I look at the golf magazines. But the number one thing that I hear is they watch the pros on tour. Yeah. And I'm going, what the hell are you doing? You're 70 years old. You are a mere mortal. Those people on TV, they're superhuman. They're freaks. They are elite athletes. Yeah. There's no way that you'll ever be able to replicate their swing, ever. Uh, and even the guys who are in the senior tour, they're, like, you see VJ uh, scenes, like, his physical routine is absolutely incredible. Like, he's working out three hours a day, nonstop. Bernard Langer. Hold on, was, hold on. It's funny you say VJ Singh because... My father-in-law tells this story at least once a year when we're talking about golf, where he was on the beach one day in Jacksonville, right next to VJ Singh, and he had a, a tub of golf balls. And then he had a hula hoop 
out there 50 yards or so. And he just went through that entire tub of golf balls, hitting, hitting, the, hitting that entire tub of golf balls into the hula hoop and would not miss one. Like, yeah, he, just wouldn't miss. He's a machine. And, you know, his family's out there. I'm a, I guess this is part of the story. His family's out there enjoying the beach, but he's there working his tail off. How many people listening to this podcast right now are willing to do that? Yeah. Like, these guys are freaks. Stop watching the pros. You cannot do it. You can't. Yeah. They're practicing eight hours a day. Even at our, our, our age, like, I'm, I'm in my early 30s. So are you. And we can't compare ourselves to Rory. He's also in his early 30s. I can't compare myself to DJ. Like, these guys have all the resources to build their bodies up to perfect specs. Like, they're, like, perfectly oiled machines at this point. Everything's yeah. to perfection in terms of their body, cap- like, abilities. As amateurs, you have all the responsibilities. You have all the things you have to take care of. You're not going to spend your t- your four hours at the gym like they do and do cardio work, do physical work, do balance work. Like These guys are doing all sorts of things that you're not going to do. So there's no point for you to compare yourself to them because you're not in the same realm. It's a completely different you know, lifestyle. It can't. And it, it just blows my mind that I hear these 60, 70, sometimes 80-year-old golfers compare their golf swings or what they're trying to do to one of the pros on tour because it's no different to, let's let's use this analogy, a 75-year-old man comparing his basketball shot to LeBron. Like, like it's no different. And LeBron's even old now. So let's go to somebody younger. It's going to be, it's like, how can a 75-year-old man compare himself? How would he even be possible for him to dunk it the way LeBron does? You, you just imp- can't. He can't really even reach like the, the net. You, you know, can't. like And that's an apples to apples yeah, comparison. Exactly. But people just don't see it that way. They think that golf is such an easy game, or at least it should be an easy game, that you should be able to replicate what the pros are doing on tour with all this lag and club head speed. I can't tell you how many times people have said, yeah, well, the pros are hitting it one 135-mile-an-hour club head speed. And I said, yeah, that's why they're pros, and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's very different at this point. It, they're they're building themselves up to become basically impervious to injury, be able to perform every weekend and do things that are completely like ridiculous at some points. Like you see they they do things that you're like, how did they do that? And so when you come when you have a 70 year old or a six year old that wants to do the same things, you're just like, you have to calm down a bit. You have to realize <laughs> that it's a different scenario. There's a, there's a lot left in your tank and you can actually improve a lot and we'll get you there. We'll get you to hit, you know, longer, straighter shots and be able to perform better. But your expectations have to be realistic, right? <laughs> they have to be. They absolutely have to be. And let's, let me get off my, my pedestal here or whatever I was doing because you got me all jacked up there and come back. The four pillars of golf, the four tires on a race car. If you want the race car to perform optimally, you want equal and optimal air pressure in all four tires. If we compare those tires to the golf game, the lowest, the tire with the lowest amount of air pressure in the vast majority of the 60 plus year old golfers out there is the physical. Yeah tire and we also have to talk about so you basically have to see it as as two lines right one is your optimal line which is the one where all your tires are inflated 
then one is the real line where you are right now. Our goal as professionals in the game is that we're just trying to get your real curve to match as closely as possible to that optimal line. Obviously, we're not, you're not going to get there because of the age difference and everything. You're not going to compare yourself to Rory. But if we can build your pillars, especially the physical one, which is the one we specialize in, we're going to get you to play like you've never played before. We're going to get you to do things you've never been able to do before. And we're going to be able to actually, you're going to be able to compete at a level that you've never previously been able to. No. Right. So let's just make that a little bit clearer what you just said there. If we take the same analogy and use it as a comparison to the pros on tour, one of the things you said earlier was if you look at the top 100 players in the world, there's not a whole lot of difference between them physically. Yep. Like there's really, they've got pretty much the same exact swing physically. But the biggest difference between the top 10 and the rest of the 90 in the top 100 is the mental pillar, right? So if you look at the top 100 golfers in the world, all four of their their tires are going to be filled up equally and optimally, except for the mental pillar. Only the top 10 golfers in the world will have all four tires filled with equal and optimal air pressure yeah now if we do that same comparison to our demographic our 60 plus year old golfer that's you know just amateur golfer out there the tires don't look like that the the tires are pretty flat and the car is running (laughs) pretty slowly if you know what i mean it's going slowly you know and it's almost the opposite because the top 10 golfers or i'm sorry the top 90 golfers in the world not not talking about the top 10 they have equal and optimal air pressure in the physical technical and strategic tires and if you say it's let's say that what we weren't trying to say is that they're at optimal level so they're they're pretty much maxing out their technical capacity their clubs are the best their their strategy on the course is the best they're also their Physical. Their physical is incredible because they're working all the time. So they're maxing out their physical, technical, and, and strategic, yeah. where you see people sometimes fall apart is in the mental side. Yeah. You know? So the only real place to improve from the top 70th golfer in the world to the top 10th golfer in the world is a focus on the mental yeah. pillar. It's when you see them get yeah. confident. Yeah. So this is the exact opposite of our demographic is where I was going with this is generally speaking, in our 60-plus-year-old golfer that's just a weekend warrior out there, yeah. their mental tire, their mental pillar is the one with the most yeah. air pressure in it. It's, in a way, it's like they want to compete and they're ready to and they feel, you know, they want to get out there, but it's all those other things that are not letting them do what they want to do, right? They ha- it's like a, they're, they're a racehorse that's stuck up, you know, on you know starting <laughs> line. They can't start the race. So... We see that it's yeah, like you said, it's complete. The, it's a complete reversal from the the pros on tour. It's yeah. a disconnect, you know. That yeah, they're it's not a getting opposite. So th- if we're using the race car, they've got four tires, and the ti- the f- the one tire that has the most air pressure out of the four is the mental pillar for these aging yeah. golfers. Yeah. Well, what the heck? Well, I mean, we're coming up on twenty five minutes here, so I say let's wrap it up here. And then next time, let's get into way more detail on the physical pillar, which is the 
tire pressure with the lowest amount of air pressure for our demographic. And where we see the most results, right? That's yeah. what that's where we see the life changing or the game changing results. Yeah. What do you think? Sound yeah. like a plan? Sounds perfect. All right, cool. Make sure you guys check us out on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, even uh, BermanGolf.com. Check it out. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Long Golf Balls, right? Isn't it Long Golf Balls? I have to crack up every time I say that. <laughs> I can't say that seriously. Man. <laughs> cool. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. For more information, please go to bermangolf.com. That's B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N, bermangolf.com. And check out a ton of stuff that we have there. Or even better, go to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We're even on TikTok. Check us out everywhere. We've got tons of content going out every week. And please give us a thumbs up. Comment on the videos. Let me know what your questions are. Try to shoot holes in this. I'll do whatever I can to help you out the best that I can. Thank you, guys.